2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: You're listening to Comedy Central. All right. This one's a doozy. Now hiring. Daily Show host Trevor Noah has announced he will leave the Daily Show. (sighs) During the taping of the Comedy Central program, Trevor noted it had been seven years since he replaced Jon Stewart, decided it was time to do other things. And he will depart at a time to be determined later. He said, Hang on, that's Trevor Noah telling me to shut sure. <laughs> <laughs> up. My name is Roy. This is my job fair. Wednesday is the most beautiful day of the week. I don't know when you're listening to this acoustical radio presentation, but just know that it is served up, fried, and pulled out the oven fresh on Wednesdays. We're going to talk about music today. The death of music and the ways that we can keep the music in the schools. We're going to talk with a band leader. Is he a band leader or a choir director, JG? I can't he's remember. which a
3: choir director, talking. but I think he's done band as well. I just said it without that
1: octave. I just said music. And both of them shits is music. He's well, quiet. you asked the question about not the
3: delineation. Oh. So, jeez. <laughs> wait a minute. I hear what you're doing, but we're not going to talk about you being three for three.
1: Oh, you're talking about the June 15th, I was playing the Choco Taco and not Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah. My, my dog said he wanted to do other things. You know, he said he wanted to do a little bit of travel, said he missed being out on the road, missed learning other languages. I ain't never missed learning a fucking language. Now you <laughs> keep that joke.
3: you already know, speak like seven of them. When he opened up to tell everyone he started with, Roy Wood Jr. told me that I've been here for X number of years and that made me start to think, yeah. look at you, Roy, you need to use your powers for good. Listen, i I wasn't trying to make the boy quit. I was just
1: telling the man, yo, man, tonight been seven years, man. That's, that's pretty cool, huh? I didn't know that he was going to walk away from that conversation and go, what the fuck, seven years? What have I done? I don't have a child. I got to go kiss Dua Lupia. Is that how you pronounce her name? D- Dua Lupia. Yeah, exactly. I'm too old. Lipa, I'm not sorry. a demo. It's fine. It's an honest mistake. I'm sure okay. Dua Lupia will understand that I messed up her last name. Let me just tell y'all right now, I don't know shit. Oh, okay. Dang. I don't know shit about who the next host is going to be. I don't know shit mm. about who they're looking at. Alright? Uh-huh. I show up to work. I do my job. I come home. I play chess with my child. Oh. That's what I do. I have no insider information for the two of you, but I will say this. If either of you think that I should be the next host of The Daily Show, I need both of you to shut the fuck up because both of y'all you jinxed me on Jeopardy.
3: Get oh wait there. a minute! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you drinks me on James Corden. As far as I know, they ain't named a successor to Corden yet. But as far as I know, I ain't even chose yet, so I didn't get either of them calls. Neither of them calls came through yet? <clears throat> Trevor said, "Quote: I spent two years in my apartment, not on the road. And when I got back out on the road, I realized there was a another part of my life. Like, wait, let me. Do tr- I spent two years in my apartment, <laughs> not on the road. When I got back out there." Why does it all sound
4: British? (laughs) I
3: know, everything.
1: He said, there's another part of my life out there I want to carry on exploring. I miss learning other languages. I miss going to other countries and putting on shows. I've loved hosting this show. I've loved trying to find a way to make people laugh, even when the stories are particularly shitty. Mm. We laugh together. We've cried together.
3: I'll say one thing about him. You obviously work with him closely. But when we we were at the Emmys and you introduced me to him, he leaned in and he actually heard my name and repeated it back to me. I mean, that is just wonderful and magnanimous. I I love those types of things. So it was very nice to meet him in that realm and to see where he's going next.
1: He's a personable dude.
4: Very nice. I got a question for Mm y'all. Question. When you work in a newsroom day in and day out or news-related things, the stories, regardless of how well you make fun of them or how well you can find the light in them, tend to wear you down after a while. Do you think that... Oh, yes. Do you think that this might also have something to do with it? I mean, I love the nice, uh, frilly way that he said what he said, but... You know, being burnt out in the newsroom is a is a, is a super real thing, and man. Like it's a lot. As of much
1: as his desire to go and do other things that make him happy played a decision in him stepping down, I am sure that this, just the general stresses of that job, you're on television for four or five nights a week, that's hard. It's a long day. Fine, but when you add on mm. top of that, pain and. Just suffering and just all types of bullshit happening. Also, the the Daily Show is far more global than it was Mm. under Jon Stewart in terms of the way we're all interconnected because of social media. But in the interim, it's time now for Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Now, we're talking music today and um, one important part of music is dance. You know, you have a little dance, you know you are talking to a um, choir director and, you know, this brother has his hand in band as well. And one thing that we know about band, there's always dances. There's a little baton twirlers we had in high school. I don't remember what they were called. Did you, did you twirl batons, JJ?
3: No, I'm not really coordinated, so I couldn't be on those things. Did you wear a non
1: Christian skirt with super thin? Didn't I just tell
3: you I couldn't be on that stuff because I'm not coordinated?
1: Glitter and tassels.
3: I wanted to be out there, but I wanted to be one of the. What did you call those ladies? I don't know what they're called.
4: Majorettes.
1: Did you wear a hypersexualized outfit that you had no fucking business being in at the age of 14, Jacqueline? Dorothy, don't play that. Prancing up and down a football field while a fucking grown men look at you?
3: No. Dance team. When I went to the University of Alabama to graduate, a boy, not graduate, excuse me, to look at the tour, a boy passed by me and said, see you in the fall. My daddy said, you ain't fucking going here.
5: Exact words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exact words. You can cut all that. Oh,
1: oh no, we're not. <laughs> oh,
5: hell no, that was hilarious. That's damn. Thank
1: you. Thank you, third. <laughs> so one part of the band and music experience, a lot of football games is the majorette squad, you know, a team mm. of black women that do a nice little sexy eight count. Think the Laker girls, but with oh. rhythm oh.
4: and end season. Shout out Mahogany Emotion Motion down there in Morehouse.
1: At the University of Southern California, a young woman by the name of Princess Isis Lang. Oh, Oh, princess walking around the campus. And like A.G. Gaston said, find a need and fulfill it. Mm-hmm. She noticed that there was no majorette team at USC. So she took it to herself to form an all black majorette squad. And they took to the stands at a recent USC game. And she posted the video showing black America that she has started a majorette team at a PWI. Really? Go ahead on, sis. And black people said, what the fuck are you doing, Princess? Oh, (laughs) no. Did they really? That sounds like black people. Oh, yeah. They said to Princess, quote, there was a lot of conversation, you know, positive and negative about what she did. And I understand both sides of it. A lot of people said, quote, Mm. if a black college isn't good enough for you, stop trying to replicate black college culture at a white school. Y'all do this Mm. every time. And I'm tired of this. And a lot of people have countered, you know, they're saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with her bringing representation to no. her school. You know, a black girl wants to create a dance space for other black girls on her campus. And y'all got a problem with that. So mm. the, the 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 fear that a lot of black people have, J.G., is that mm-hmm. by her creating something black in a white space, we all know that things that are black and trendy and dope and fun to look at and fun to do as evidenced by all the TikTok dances that are stolen. Mm-hmm. You're going to see white dance squads that are essentially doing HB's. They're essentially going to be doing black college cosplay.
4: But they've so, been doing that. You had white women pledging Delta since the 70s. Yeah, but we're just
1: talking football. Let's just keep it on the field. We're not talking. Right, Greek I'm culture. sorry. I'm sorry. But I, but I get sorry. what you're saying. There's already a degree of that. But a lot of people take issues for this. And they are saying that this sister, Princess Isis, uh is essentially a willful participant in what will become the dilution of something that's mm, wow.
4: black for a very long time. And that's heavy because USC feels like a black school. Sometimes I know it's a big, huge white school, but when you out there in LA, the amount of black folks that are at USC and that support USC, it is the closest feel of a California school to like, the real HBCU experience that you would get back in the I can see both sides. I think she needs
3: to negotiate possibly for bringing something up. The school. She needs to march right in there to that school and say, hello, Mr. President. I just did something that brought your school good and bad publicity. Either way, you're on the map even further. So therefore, I deserve... Or free semesters or quarters, depending sure on what they're on.
1: Office, little black ass girl and take <laughs> L- or
4: Whatever the hell it is, with you.
3: I will not, I know, sir. The- and if you call I me was- little black I ass was- girl again, we're gonna have a serious problem
4: she did all the right things too which is really what makes this story kind of sad to me because she went in she got the she she went to the student council she got the the right funding she got the the proper stuff that she needed to do to make sure that when she went to the football game they didn't kick her and the rest of the crew out she literally did everything that you're supposed to do it's almost like to me it's almost like starting or chartering a sorority and and she went through all all the
3: steps I love
4: it she went through all of the steps And, and for me, that's what I like the most about this, because you got to think in all the years of USC and all of the black folks that they got that went to USC, nobody ever did this. And mainly because they thought they might not have been looked at, but she's the one, she's a catalyst to me. I'm I'm very impressed with the young I like
3: it.
1: I think that I understand the backlash from my fellow mm-hmm. HBCU brethren that mm-hmm. we want these mm-hmm. things that are black in black spaces to remain within these black spaces. And if you take something that is inherently and in, so hyper specific to our culture over to a mm-hmm. white campus, you're introducing the possibility for it to be torn apart by culture vultures. I understand that part of the out. game. Yeah. But we got to be real about the fact that a lot of black people don't go to black colleges for whatever reason. They choose not True. to go. And in those spaces where they choose to go, they are sitting on a white island. So what are we supposed to do? Leave them on a cultural island because of where they mm-hmm. chose to get an education? Mm-hmm. There's no way to get both. There's no way to get a little bit of a smidge of what you would have got in an HBCU. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Cardinal Divas of USC are as good as the honeybees or as good as anything that's popping over there in D.C. with third in them. But it is still an opportunity for black women to commiserate with other black women and for them white boys to see what them black women working with. Boy I mean, But
3: wait a minute. That's
1: gonna create more interracial relationships. <laughs> like that. I like that. I
0: like that.
3: I I
1: I like the fact that you're creating something specific because I can speak as a comedian, I've performed for the black student unions at white schools mm-hmm. that's only a mm-hmm. thing that exists white at white schools. schools a group of black students whose only job it is is to bring black shit to the campus so that the black students can feel like they got something that they wanted to see instead of fucking kenny chesney so You're right how is this different than the bsu bringing future for fifty thousand dollars, how is this different than the BSU having a spades night? Do we not want white folk learning about spades?
4: How is this different than the BSU's doing step doing step shows that are Greek? Like, you know and what I mean? Like yeah. all of this.
1: Third, I take that back. I'm with you on this Greek shit now because how many white sororities are emulating all of the Divine mm-hmm. Nine black step shows? So then let's then fucking especially
4: fuck especially, it. especially look especially for the record. In the South, specifically Southern SEC schools, white sororities now do party walks and they take the same party walk lines the strolls, that the AKAs yeah. and the Deltas do, the strolls, and they just co-opt them for their sororities. So they're out there doing party walks to straight up country and where music. where do you think they got that
1: from? You think they got that from fucking Alcorn State or fucking mm-hmm. Alabama A&M? No, they got it from mm-hmm. black Greek sororities doing that shit at white Greek functions at
4: white schools. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ooh, I want to do it. That's cool. And they stole it from the Fort Valley States. They stole it from all the other schools. But it's a partial stealing and and it's also a parcel that sometimes they enlisted those young ladies from those spots to teach them how to do that stuff. So I mean, it's you know, it's a give you're, and take. You're
1: not if you're gonna be mad at Princess Isis Lane. Performing a little black ass dance troupe to dance in front of this guy. And also, USC's football team is terrible. Why do you give a fuck? They haven't been relevant since Reggie, Reggie Bush. Since Reggie Bush got there. Stolen Heisman. Right, right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So like, let them fucking dance. But if you're going to be mad at them, then you have to be mad at all of the other entities on campus whose job it is right. is to create black cultural exclusive experiences for the student body
3: mm, I do support this I think it's wonderful I see both sides of the issue I also I completely understand the yes, anger. I, I, get, I get the angles I also hope that it grows and I hope that at this college and or any college any woman, no matter what her complexion is, her color, her race, her creed can be a part of it. This is not just
1: Mm -hmm. belonging to one group. Hang on now, no, hang on Mm -mm. now. We got (laughs) to start it all black first and then we'll we'll hold (laughs) our audition. Then we can can eventually
3: I'm sure this school Mm -hmm. has a Mm -hmm. dance.
1: Well, then go do that. This is the Cardinal Divas. And if you're to be a cardinal diva, baby, you got to know your eight count and snap. Curious.
3: there are women who are have no pigmentation who can dance roy
1: for forming the cardinal divas of usc and just making that white campus just a little bit blacker even if only temporary until we have white tryouts and latino tryouts and european trials princess isis Lane, you are cody's most Yay. outstanding employee of the week okay
3: princess
1: brought to you by Sackleson state Community college. Well, you might be attending. As always, <laughs> let's talk to this choir director. <laughs> Third, have you seen these anemic ass marching bands that they are putting on the field?
4: It now? is a shame and a travesty to all things marching band. I don't care if it's white and, schools or black schools. Everybody's now reduced to the. It's like one tuba, like the snare drum. Yeah. The dude on the snare got one stick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't they even going. play the because they can't. They don't. They don't know where the third drum is, JG. They, they don't know where the third drum is. Kids out there playing them like they out there hand scotching Shamed on the drums. instruments
1: with the other team, this is oh, for real. Right. shit. That's true. Hey, yeah. brother, can we borrow your xylophone when y'all done with y'all for me? a minute? <laughs> we need oh, that
5: clarinet
4: too. Come up off that
1: clarinet. Really no, no, I don't even on, need to man. change the mouthpiece. Just keep your <laughs> slob on it. Get, that is disgusting. On that. that <laughs> is
3: disgusting. That's a reed on that. That's disgusting.
1: Yeah, the reed, the little, the, the, yeah, the that little, stick of wood. That little yeah,
4: moist. Little, <laughs> you got to wet up. <laughs> oh,
3: it's you know, so nasty.
1: You ain't know, got moist wood. I'm saying that's disrespectful. No, that was a disrespectful question, Jack. I respect wooded. you as a co-host. I should not be asking if you want moist wood.
4: That's <laughs> close to your mouth.
1: But, mm. We have an educator on the line, and we need to be respectful, oh please. JG, who do we have on he the phone? He just came from church.
3: <laughs> he did. That's the bad part.
6: Uh, I might need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and take us <laughs> with out. you. We'll turn our right back. <laughs>
3: And we have Zachary Banks. <laughs> Zachary serves as the choir director for Ramsey High School in Birmingham, Alabama. For Yes. Hmm, mm. Know a little bit of
1: <laughs> Never heard of the boy's famous alumni, including Rovidgeon. <laughs>
3: for years, Jack Zachary has championed the importance of music programs within schools, wishing people viewed music programs the same way they did sports programs. Zachary will be talking to you, Roy, about the erasure of school programs and his choir's upcoming trip to Carnegie Hall next year. Hi, Zachary.
6: Hello. Hello. How are you
1: guys doing? Now, Brother Banks, talk to us a little bit, you know just from your perspective, teaching music in, this, in public schools, mind you, mm-hmm. why has there been an erasure and why isn't there a bigger alarm being sounded about the arts slowly
6: eroding away from our schools? Well, you actually alluded to part of an issue uh, in the idea that people having this thought of, you have to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't. You, uh, things True. are operating in a way that we can be multifaceted. We would like to play to everybody's talents and uh, being able to do so is important uh, just to put it in perspective in my school or at Ramsey uh, in which I'm also a graduate of, we, okay. respect, we, respect. we make sure that uh, when we have a concert, I've got many kids that are involved in many different organizations. I got a number of football players, baseball players, basketball, men's and women's. I've got all types of kids involved in future teachings of America. All these other organizations. If we have an event at school and we're performing, I tell them and instruct them, wear the uniform for the other organization. Mm -hmm. I want to show that diversity on the stage when it's time to perform. Mm -hmm. And that makes a big difference. Um, It also helps people to see, like, okay, you can do multiple things. We've had universities come down to recruit and uh, their choirs will come and perform and they'll ask, say, how many of you guys are music majors? How many of you guys are uh, non-majors? How many of you guys are doing this? So they show off that there's diversity within Mm -hmm. the group. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's one part that you don't have to choose. Um, Another issue is funding. Uh, mm-hmm. That's probably the number one. Um, we're not necessarily the most financially, no financial generating organization for the greater establishment sometimes. Uh, and in some ways that kind of can come to a detriment because the do- you know, money talks. Um, but at the same time, what you're taking away from these students is far more than something that money can actually buy you remove an opportunity for them to have joy you're moving an opportunity for them to express themselves in a way that they don't get to do in the math science history english class mm-hmm. um, and so with also the situation where you have teachers that in number of uh, school systems are paid by the actual school system money not the state um, there are certain school systems where uh, the money that pays this, the music teachers comes out of the actual system budget, the school system budget, and not coming from the state budget like all the other teachers, the core teachers are paid. Wow! So, that, so
3: do they get part of the four hundred one k plan then? Because in the state of Alabama, <laughs> wait a minute
6: now. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the the thing about it is, is, that we still we still get all the all the bells and whistles that comes with okay. it. all the benefits are there. But the issue that, that comes to play is when it's time to cut cut money or make budget cuts in your That's local district, who's going to get the chopping block? Because the money there coming from know. the state is still coming. But when huh. you need so to get you're
4: saying that, if it's coming down between paying for, for lack of a better word... Um, a new basketball arena, hmm. or keeping on the money for the choir. More than likely, they're going to go for the basketball arena versus the choir. Mm. Yeah, it,
6: it depends and on the so situation, but yeah, it, but yeah, that, that does uh, that does occur from time to time.
1: What are what are the programs that are well? I, I mean, athletics. I would assume, of course, but athletics also have boosters and outside money coming mm-hmm. in that is earmarked specifically for that particular athletic organization. They don't even spread the dope evenly. Throughout all of the mm-hmm. other athletic programs, you know, I had a long conversation um, with one of my partners said that's um, one of the coaches over there at Ramsey softball. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the situation with just the softball team. That there, there's nine city high schools sharing two softball fields or yep. it's something. It's something like it's something yep. ridiculous. So. In addition to athletics, what are some of the other programs that tend to get that where the money tends to leapfrog music? And where does the money land, if not in the music department other than athletics?
6: Mm. Uh, That really goes school to school, system to system. Okay, Like, for instance, uh, Ramsey, we have tons of programs. I mean, we offer Mm. so many different programs so that those dollars get academic baccalaureate yeah. 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 Did I
1: say that word right? I, I don't have clearly. I don't yes. have one because I couldn't even <laughs> pronounce it.
6: <laughs> you got it, international baccalaureate um, okay. or IB? Yeah. IB is way easier. Yes, yeah, that's run. true. IB. That, that's why we say it. But though we get kind of made fun of because our Ramsey IB High School, the abbreviation is Rib High School, which that's like <laughs> not well, Especially given that we are primarily black
4: high
5: school. Oh, okay.
4: Oh, that's nice. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a fundraising thing to me, Zach. Y'all can keep yeah. it, but you know, I'm just saying. You know, you yeah. get mad at us eating these ribs. Or you can join us eating these ribs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we. You know, I, I, I. Sometimes we try to step away from those
6: things, uh, if you if you will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that money. I mean, a school like Ramsey, each dollar gets spread thin. I mean, because it's we mm. got to split it to so many directions, so many ways. Uh, At some other schools, you might have other programs. And ironically enough, the band programs get a lot more help down here in the South because of their connection to football. Uh, Mm. And that's not that's not me knocking band.
1: Of course not. No, no. This is just about where the money is earmarked.
6: Yeah. Sometimes that money gets moved that way. But I'm also that's also not saying that that's an equal statement for everybody, because. Our band director here, he I mean he he's pulling teeth, man. We're gonna talk with you a little more in a second, brother Banks. Right now we got the homie
1: Narado standing by.
6: Hey. <laughs> What's up, Narado? What's up, man?
1: Well, uh, Zach, this would be a good time for your going to church ass to leave. Because after the break, Rod is going to take this <laughs> show off the rails. And I don't know how much you listen to us, mm. but this ain't what you want. Zach.
5: You, you and
7: me and Zach went to college together, bro. Zach knows exactly what I'm all about.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, shit.
6: Words.
7: Zach, Zach was there long before I ever thought about doing
6: comedy. I, I've got I've got one of my favorite stories, one of my the best jokes and best joke moments ever was Nerado. With we okay. us sitting down in the cab, we were sitting in the lunchroom, and uh he was reading the, the school paper. We had, you know, we had the, the Alabama school paper. And so he's just sitting there and his back's to the to like the wall. We had the tie tables and everybody came into the cab from the front. And so the line coming in, everybody getting, you know, swiping their car, going into the lunch room. And we had a girl. We had two girls, one girl who a soccer player that had had one arm and a we had another girl who had one leg and they came into the calf back to back. And I'll never forget. I was sitting across from, from Rod and this man, like if you ever watched yeah. the Grinch this old Christmas, when when that smile just grows up on the <laughs> Grinch's face, that's that's what I saw with Rod. And then he just held up the newspaper and the, the, the headline was tuition to go up at Montevallo. And he looked and pointed towards the door and said, y'all, it's official. It now costs an arm and a leg to go to the University of Montevallo. That's good. <laughs> what I, I tell That's you. Good. <laughs>
5: I was
6: we, I for can't this even business. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were late to class. We were late to class. We were in the cafeteria hollering
5: Oh, it was great. <laughs> Rod, you ain't
1: shit. You going to hell after the break. <laughs> you,
5: <laughs>
1: holler at the homie, the Rod, a.k.a. Okay, Rod for sure. It's a job fair. We'll be right back.
2: and select goods. That's leesa.com/iheart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details.
0: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Job fair.
1: And we're back in it. We are talking about the death of music in schools with a wonderful, wonderful teacher and choir director, Brother Zach Banks of Ramsey High School in Birmingham. Got Zach standing by. The scam of the week. He's gonna break down a little bit more about why music has left the schools and what these teachers can do. Wake up, all oh, the teachers got <laughs> teaching that music. Kids sharing no. trumpets. That's nasty. You ain't got no money. You're sharing woodwind instruments. And now you got a bump on your lip. You don't yep. know how to pump. Goddamn, it's there for the rest of your
3: life. <laughs> why don't get no better. So nasty. I can't.
1: If we sharing instruments, wow, 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 you you have my reads. voice back, ain't you, JG? I am,
3: right, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I'm is so back. happy. It's <laughs> time to slow it down for a minute, though, before we get back to Brother Zach. This um, is a man that is a. Uh, I imagine emotionally down right now, third. He is an open oh. New England Patriots fan, and they having some struggles right now. The early goings of this football season. Mm. Uh, mm. He has a minor and mm-hmm. how to get money from white women <laughs> make them feel bad about it. He's undefeated in pregnancy scares with a lifetime record of 43-0-2. He's an international gentleman of leisure and, true, a former veterinarian assistant. His mama named him Morato. We call him Rod for short. Rod, did you sing in the choir? We just found out, and third don't want to really get into it, but third was singing in college.
7: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I sang in the choir in elementary school. Nice. Um, And then after that, I never really sang... In any formal capacity, I sang two girls a couple times, personal. Mm. But last time mm. I was in an actual choir or some shit was, yeah, elementary school, man. Dolly Parton invited us to come sing at Dollywood. And we said was
5: good Oh, time. Dolly? You serious? Is.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Dolly Parton been down with niggas for a long time, man. That's yes. a record show.
7: Yeah, man, I was mm-hmm. in the fifth grade.
1: Just inviting black kids yeah, Y'all ain't
7: got us, no vocal skills Flew us out to Nashville
1: <laughs> Flew?
7: Yeah That's it.
1: Y'all should have been on a bus
7: Yeah it was the <laughs> flight Hey the flight was like It was like 50 minutes It was like a 50 minute flight
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> But you know, That's you, so you, unnecessary. know listen, you know how corporate money goes Corporations don't know What anything is worth they just have a budget and they just spend the budget. So she flew our asses from Birmingham to Nashville. You can
3: write that off. You can nice.
7: write that off. That was up in the hotel for the weekend and all that, Jay. It was a good time.
1: <laughs> That's insane, man. Well, we bring Rod this. on this program to give you topics to talk with co workers you can't stand, co workers at are the opposite race. That one co worker who keeps telling you the same fucking story because their life
3: I know, right?
1: has no. Mm. No meaning. Has no action. No meaning. None. And every every couple months they come in and I tell you about that time they went to Vegas. Nigga, I know you went
4: to Vegas. Who cares? Fifteen. Did times. I tell you I got drunk though? You know I got drunk, right? It I had so some trouble. Bitcoin.
1: I had Bitcoin, and then I sold it. Man, I would have been rich. Shut the fuck up and go back to your desk.
3: <laughs> now, let's not be mean about it, but it does get annoying. How many How many times
1: can that person come with the same story? How many times can your coworker tell you the same boring-ass story? Y'all out of shit to talk about uh, before I get to be rude.
4: How many days a week are there, sir? That's the easy answer to that. That's just...
1: Yeah, you ain't got no answer for that, do you, J.G.? You, know, <laughs> you ain't got no
4: answer. I didn't really know what she was doing. I thought the screen was frozen for a second. I was
5: confused. Yeah.
1: So, Rob, <laughs> we turn it over to you, man. Get these people a couple of topics they can bring up at the at the workplace, and the job, the delivery truck, what have you, wherever they are, the construction site.
7: A, uh, an Olympic Valley, California, 7-Eleven employee...
3: I love
7: 7-Eleven. Oh well, you're gonna love this then. Uh, recently posted a video of an encounter with a shoplifter. He had coming to the store about 1:30 a.m. Came in, rampaged the place, stealing snack after snack after snack, and it was a goddamn bear. Oh no. no. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Hell no. like a baby
3: bear. Was it a baby bear? Not
7: like a baby bear, a full grown (laughs) ass bear. Oh hell no, son. And the the Mm. video is hilarious. The clerk, I wanna I wanna give him his credit. Uh he did not fall victim to the DNA that says, can I touch that? He stayed I'm behind kidding. the counter while filming And uh, the video's pretty funny He cracked a couple funny jokes with the bear But the bear really did come in And just started stealing the fuck out of some snacks
1: Good Good
7: for these animals <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: that's not good
4: Let that be this. a lesson to people To stop leaving those CBD trees out in the woods <laughs> You know what I'm saying When they don't hit <laughs> right Listen,
1: I, I think that as we intrude and expand these metropolises uh-huh. into animal territory, the animals are getting smarter. The, the bear, These the same bears, J.G., that dumpster dive up in Alaska and all of that stuff. Like rural parts of like the Dakotas and Washington State where you can't leave your house without a gun because it just might um. be a fucking bear.
7: Well, it happens in most places, but that's like usually where the stores come from. But like places that bears are close to neighborhoods, they know when trash day is. Really? They they come down on like the Tuesday (laughs) and Friday where you put your trash out. They come to the neighborhood on some people who watch shit and start just ripping <laughs> up trash cans because they, oh,
4: it's trash, oh, oh it's
7: Tuesday. You know what that means? I support,
4: I support efficient animals, bro. That's efficiency. No. As far as I'm concerned, that is alright.
7: Um, if you work in a store and a bear shows up and starts shoplifting, is that your last day at that store? Absolutely.
1: He's no <laughs> coming me. back. <laughs> you gotta let me hold. You gotta at least let me carry Bear Mace. What's up? to kill this motherfucker! Brother. No. I'm pride. Something to get him off me.
3: He's if not coming to here. you. He's going to the not snacks. Yet. Not yet.
1: How do you know he ain't gonna smell all that shit behind the counter? Motherfucker might want a Black and Mild. <laughs> 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 Black and Milds coming to all them
5: and shit. <laughs>
1: Ah! <laughs> You can no, smell what? that wild grape <laughs> <fruit>. <laughs> <laughs> cherry.
4: I don't you smell know. Well, you know what I'm talking about,
1: right?
7: Yeah, you know, that's
4: the day look, that's the day I quit for real. The day a bear come in there and ask me for a pack of banana backwards, <laughs> I'm done. I'm <laughs> oh, gone. Oh, you know game. all you, sir. Oh
3: my gosh. <laughs> Let's mace a bear. Cook, right? oh. Yes,
1: yes. I wouldn't kill it. I wouldn't mace it. I was spraying huh. the fucking face. Until no. I'm going home tonight. I'm going home. Right. <laughs> Jacqueline, you can't hug every animal.
3: Every animal I'm, oh, I'm not could. touching any animals. Period. But when the bear comes in, you go out. The bear is not going to come towards how, you. How? How? What?
7: The millions Which of is? bear attacks that have happened in world history will tell you the bear will come towards you.
3: The no, bear is thinking. going to the snacks. In
7: that instance. What does your book
3: say? Where's your book, Roy? Where's your book that tells you how to get out of this stuff? You need bear mates. (laughs) Yes.
1: I do know for sure a predatory animal you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to run from because instincts kick in and the motherfucker goes running after you. Yes. You're supposed to stand your ground, make yourself big, make loud noises. Now, if you don't do that, making noises, you're going to get eight to four. One, one thing <laughs> that really
7: works in making noises is to uh, is to sing to them because they're not Same. they've never they've ever heard it. It confuses them.
1: <laughs> uh, here, here we go. Please, uh, from from my book, Extreme Survival, page two thirty two. If you want to read along in the congregation, <laughs> if you are approached by a bear, remain calm and motionless and make soothing noises if you can. Do not ever. Try to outrun a bear. Mm-hmm. It can cover 55 yards in three seconds from a standstill. It's faster than wow. Deion Shandler, buddy. Sh- That's Sh- twice. That's, if it attacks, try to scare it off with loud noises or pepper spray if those are options. Otherwise, curl up into a ball and wait for the bear to accept that you are no longer a threat. And poop but your You sex. gonna run, on, run out to come on around that counter, JG. <laughs> I, I really, and re- and
4: I really don't like how your book said make soothing sounds and then when it attacks you, make loud sounds. <laughs> that sounds like simulated sex. That shit doesn't work <laughs> right. Like it was have like a you play. Hey, Mr. Bear. <laughs> hey, Bear, how you doing? <laughs> oh. uh, Mr. Bear, are you upset today? I hope that you're that not upset so today, you Mr. Gonna bite Bear. you to cool, right? Hey,
7: now. Y'all laughing, but that is the, that's the exact tone. You're supposed to talk to them like that, yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's fine. I'm gonna recite Barry White's "Love to Love You, Baby" and hope that they don't kill me on the way out. Ain't no damn way. No damn
1: way. Let's flip it up for the people, right?
7: Uh, now, Roy, you would appreciate this one as as a man with some questionable crushes. Um, mm. Oh my god! Mm. Rachel Dolezal damn. is back in the news. You might remember her from 2015, the <laughs> transracial scandal where. The president of the Spokane, Washington chapter of the NAACP was found out there have been a white woman living as black. She's back now. She, no blackface. No, she just yeah, like braids like and A lot of tanners. And to get her tan mm-hmm. on, and she always felt black inside, so she's black now.
1: And uh, Yeah, she said I was transracial. <laughs> transracial.
7: So... Uh, Rachel Dolazal is apparently very in love with Rihanna's Savage by Fenty line of lingerie and to mm-hmm. pay homage to that she has created an OnlyFans account where she is showing off mm-hmm. that fake black ass in Summer oh Savage gosh. by Fenty's finest so if no, any of your brothers ever Dolezal. wondered what she looked like up under that dashiki for $9.99 a month mm. she got you covered and I gotta tell you it ain't
5: looking bad. I get a supporter, baby. No.
7: Supporting the artist, Rod. No, I, I, I don't. I didn't, I didn't buy anything. I, a couple pictures have come out as promo. I refuse to. I don't pay for porn yeah. or sex in any capacity.
1: Now, That's for the record, Rod, right, let me just say, there's a lot of people listening. I never said I had a crush on Richard Dollaz. Up. I simply said she was about a seven. Seven <laughs> Because so, that was an offline conversation we had. Because I don't want people like going through the back catalog of shows trying to find the clip where I said that's not what I said. I said Rachel Dolezal could probably get into Sackleson State with this. That's that's mm. that's what I said.
7: Now here's here now question. It. Seven as a black woman or a white woman. That's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, we got to see if her black crack. You
7: know? <laughs> I mean, you can see Damn. that black crack for 9 dollars a month. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm dying.
3: Done. I'm done.
1: This podcast is all about stories. You can get it wherever you find this podcast. We got a fucking teacher (laughs) on Ron. We have a teacher (laughs) on. (sighs) Two but music
4: Uh, High school students, you bring up black booty cracks. (sighs) Is it black though? We never did answer that question. We're done scamming a (laughs) week time. (laughs)
5: <laughs> come on, week
1: time let's get back to brother ben.
4: it's kind of tough to uh, be honest with you and sit here and listen to you talk about the struggle my man like it's uh I sang in college I was on my college glee club which is the first time in show history I've ever even admitted. Why that. did I not know but, that about you? <laughs> because we're going to skip it and keep going. But the bigger <laughs> point is like in high schools, um, especially now, I noticed that uh, it's almost like there's been a pull away from the arts. I, I, I feel as though uh, when I was in high school, they encourage you to do things like forensics. They encourage you to do uh, things like chorus. They encourage you to do things like band. Now, granted, I wasn't in Alabama. So I don't know what y'all was going no, to Y'all you, had gang fights named, and everything, you named everything else. everything that was at Ramsey word that's beautiful because i know where i was at in northern virginia that was a that was a huge part of it it was it was a very big thing but what i noticed as the years went on um it almost felt like education pulled itself away from the arts like in mass you know what i mean and and that's kind of what i was was trying to, to ask you about zach like have you have you noticed that kind of a thing because before like you know it i know at the high school that i went to uh, my former choral teacher spoke to me about the fact that this is the first year where they had madrigals. By, by, for lack of a better word, whoever whoever shows up makes it. Hmm. Like if you if you're here, if we have three altos this year at madrigals, it's fine. We don't care. Wait, where what's a madrigal? I, I
1: don't. I'm. I legitimately don't know what that is.
6: Is that like
4: open triads? Well, no, no.
6: That's probably the name of the group that he, that they had at their school. Uh, but a magical is actually a
4: piece of music. It's a, it's actually a, a small, you know, ensemble piece of music. Um, right. And okay. if, in my school, in my high school or in Northern Virginia, madrigals uh, are the best singers in the high schools. Like they're, they're, they're that's, that's what they call it. I, you're right. It's a piece of music, but it's a piece of music by a small group of people and in, up and, and that's what they were doing but it's normally a tryout it's almost like a chair system for magicals like you all, you have like a first auto a second auto a third auto uh, and at home this is the first time like in almost 30 years where they only got one alto. they only got one and like these are people they weren't even very good they would just you know it will take you because you showed up Mm-hmm. You know what I mean and I, and I and I and I'm trying to figure out like is is that more of what we're seeing now with
1: yeah this erasure of music is it strictly about finance or is there a higher or has there been a shift in priorities on what mm-hmm. they choose to teach kids especially in the public school sector
6: uh-uh. uh, the answer to that question is yes One, as I just came back from a service, I'll say that the evolution of music in even the churches, moving kind of away from your big choir scenes and choir, you know, church choirs everywhere, that plays one part. So the importance Mm -hmm. of that, especially on the choral side, gets Mm -hmm. removed because Mm -hmm. you don't see that every week, every Sunday or Wednesday or Thursday, whenever you have that, uh, the why, real quick why why have the churches changed
1: it's just a change in the sound changing the style of service you got younger pastors they want a different field Do choirs seem too dated? money
4: you got people showing up and there's money missing like um, on both sides like
6: it's, it's, it's just not the
4: same like yeah. You know. with, without going too
6: far yeah. into what hill song and all that stuff is out from australia come they, on, they, on
5: i love hill
3: song wait a minute now Absolutely. it was
6: started for profit and so it was started
4: for profit. Yes. Yeah, but that's not choir. What like is, choir is not what for profit. What is
1: Hillsong? Like, Listen, so, I, ain't, I ain't been to church regularly in about a decade. So y'all, y'all start talking about church. Y'all got to break down
6: some of this. Okay. The name of the original group that I think based out of Australia was Hillsong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. not knocking. I mean, that's just saying that, that that's, that's what they were. But the prominence, mm-hmm. it's really like uh, rally pop. Uh, it's like a religious pop music. Really item. pop is the right word. Yeah. That is exactly what and it is. So religious pop music, that idea. Uh, Cause I teach a whole lesson on history of, of American music. And we go from the point where you have the spirituals going into traditional gospel, going to modern gospel where you start getting the commercialization of gospel. And then mm-hmm. from that, it goes into again, commercialization meaning money. We get down to the end of the timeline and it's like, Oh, Cause my kid, we actually just taught the lesson this morning and my kids kind of looked at me. was like, wait a minute. So we went from on the fields to now hit the bottom of the timeline. Most of the groups on here are white. And I said, yeah, that's kind of uh how that plays out. Um, mm-hmm. And Hillsong is a worldwide worldwide. Number one worldwide. Huge. Number one uh, group making this music. And, Though I know that, I mean, the ambitions of the individuals in that may be great. And I, you know, I I don't that's not passing judgment upon those people. But I'm just saying that from the top, there was a lot of influence to make money. And that's why the
4: leaders are are still in court today.
3: I mean, that's not a problem. They told you we're here to make money. Boom.
4: Yeah. But see, even in them telling you that they're there to make money, there's still people in the church who ain't necessarily going there to make money. They go in there because they need help and spiritual advice and all that kind of stuff.
6: Well, let me me say this as a church musician. It's Hmm. different to have be uh, paid for your talents and abilities to help lead service versus you leading service to make money. Absolutely. They're in mm-hmm.
3: service to make Who, money. Wh- There's no question.
6: Which, which part? Which part of that is God? Is it the I, money, or they're is not it interested the, in the, the, the God aspect?
3: You. Even though the God aspect is there. Well, so so this two different yeah. things. Well, that's
4: the right. problem, right?
6: But- so
1: these churches are hiring these styles of groups or house bands per se, and paying them, which eliminates the need for a choir, which yeah. then changes. And if church operates as a musical farm system for the school system. Mm-hmm. Did public schools stop caring about music, or did they just stop having the money to keep music within their program? You're saying the first okay. thing was church and that,
6: what's the next? Thing? that's one. Second would be just all out the reason to keep coming. Uh, what's the incentive for a teacher in 2022 to keep coming to work? It's not much. I mean, it's mm. we don't get paid enough. Uh, mm. Yeah, we get great benefits. I mean, the only time I really feel great sometimes when I go to the doctor and I see my copay versus everybody else. But no, you're right. and the kids are meaner. <laughs> oh the kids God. are so much meaner now. They're, they can be. They can be meaner, and they, they also are be. more fragile. So it's kind of this interesting I agree. I absolutely balance. agree. It's like okay, oh. you're both uh, emotionally fragile. So, so yeah. mm-hmm. what part of what that meanness is is that it doesn't take anything to set set somebody off, uh, because sure. you know, again, without going into another, you know, dissertation on on social media and the effects it has on the, on on the youth, uh, that that. Mm
4: that weakening of the psyche of the average person is... Uh, but you know what's that? And I ain't trying to cut yeah, your yeah. wisdom home, but I also tell you this, what you sitting on right there is also another reason that we're seeing a decline in the band and the a choral yes. program. I had to understand that when people were giving me very hard criticisms to, to learn how to take those hard criticisms and not take those personally with the fragility of a lot of the kids and stuff that I see now. So, like, how do you deal with that now? Like, because yeah, that seems to be the influence. Without
6: tearing down. Like, yeah, without tearing them down. I find myself having to explain a lot. And I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. and we that which kind of goes against my training. Uh, My my professors at uh, the University of Montevallo, they helped me a lot. They taught me a lot. And one of the things that we were taught was how to be precise. Mm -hmm. One of the things about being precise is you're not supposed to explain so much as you go into every piece of instruction. But you have to now, because if you just Mm -hmm. outright just say that was wrong do that again because of this, they might get crushed. You have to kind of go in now and say, you guys are working really hard and I appreciate your effort and I, I'm happy that you guys are doing this no. and giving me so much. Well, what we got to do is I'll work on this, this and this. That's the thing Now we can't Now Social media didn't just hit the kids. Now, let's 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 put that in there. Didn't just hit the kids. We know what the problems are. and We understand now the struggles that you're
1: dealing with at this particular job of high school choir director. Uh, how do we fix it? Let's get into that after the break. I'm sure the answer is money.
5: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart.
0: That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Job fair, bring it in home. Talk about the erasure of music in our schools and the struggles of that. You know, as a high school choir director, Brother Banks... What can parents do? What can people do? Is there anything like, you know, when we start getting to, you know, the the school board and superintendents and things like that, how can we lobby to bring more attention to what's Mm -hmm. happening to music in our schools and trying to get more money that's designated for this? Like it's one thing to go out and raise money for a department, but to actually get the state and local officials and the school system to go, Hey, wait, We have to make sure that
6: this matters. Parents, one, if you're a parent and your child does not have a music program or an aspect of a music program or any other fine arts program that's not at your school, start asking why. Hmm. That's the first thing. Make as much noise as possible and ask why, because that's an opportunity that your child may not have. Uh, We have students Hmm. that leave here and go off to do things in the arts that may that. You have to think about how many schools in your area, Birmingham included, that don't have these programs, uh, and how many students are, how many of the greatest musicians are out there. Um, I'm gonna quote a friend of mine once, he uh, made a statement about saying um, that the next Mozart probably never picked up a piece of music and probably never got a chance to go to a school where there was a program. So we never. the next Mozart may have maybe a, at a cubicle somewhere. Um, yeah. uh, parents all that are at schools that have the programs be involved, support, support, support. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's always got to be money, time, treasures and talent. Those are three things we always ask of our parents. If you can devote time towards the programs, then the treasures can come in. Uh, our uh our parent base here at Ramsey, are uh, they're working now. Uh, we've got like three or four fundraisers going right now because we're trying to raise up this money. So they're uh, the parents are stepping in and doing their own fundraising outside of the school, separate from our program. Uh, and that's that's been pretty helpful. Uh, and so. Being involved, supporting the program, stepping in, making a council outside of that school that also helps to make donations to your programs uh, where the Mm. departments may fall short, where the cities may fall short. That's where you can uh, the parents can come in and take up that, that spot. Talk to us a little bit about
1: about this trip that you all have decided to try and organize for the choir, and why this trip is important. Because I know a lot of people, it's easy when you think about big time field trips for students. It's easy for it to be, you know, uh, they don't need to be doing all that, why they going on this, all of that. But I really think it serves a greater purpose in the long run, but just tell us a little bit about this, um, this trip to Carnegie Hall that JG was talking about.
6: So, you know, we got the invitation, uh, uh, one, uh, we actually had two invitations mm-hmm. from two different directors here in, uh, Alabama yes. to come up to Carnegie Hall to perform, uh, a various set of works, uh, with our students. And, you know one of my things that i've said i've said this for all of my career and my kids from some of my former schools uh that i taught at uh know this phrase very well let music take you places that is Amen. that is the thing to try to keep students motivated the more you stay in music i mean I, look i'm from birmingham too uh, uh like i said i went to ramsey my family was not all that well off. We had enough to make it work, live comfortably as well as we could, and make it through. Yeah. So, traveling, going on vacation was a neighboring state at best. You know, going to Atlanta, mm-hmm. going to Tennessee, Georgia, Florida. Uh, but. Gatlinburg, and uh, you go down to Dolphin yes, Island. And yes, yes. Maybe a yes. little <laughs> If you're lucky, you, got, you get a Panama City trip in there. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's living it that's up right true. there. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, That's but, true. but once I got into college, once I started hanging out with people like Rod down there and then going out to college, you know, going to college, getting a chance to go to so many places and getting a chance to uh, go on tour with choirs, uh, mm-hmm. going to perform in different places, being a part of a church, choirs going to perform in different uh, different churches, doing all these things. I just got, from, from, got back from London a month ago uh, mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. being in a church choir. And so, and that trip was mostly paid for. In fact, I actually got paid for being there for singing in the choir while I was mm. there. So it's that's, fine. that's the kind of stuff where I'm just saying, look, I'm getting this because God opened some doors for me and I walked through and I knew mm. I had a voice and I kept going. Um, I'm trying to give that opportunity to these kids. And for the parents that are, you know, I got parents at Ramsey that, could pay for their kids and go right now. If I said, hey, trips, $3,000, cover it. They got it covered. But I also got parents that Mm -hmm. their kids have not been too far outside of Jefferson County. And so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is the trip that when we work hard to get these kids, to get these experiences to see these places and to make something that is fantasy mm-hmm. that they see on TV and on the internet be real. When they're standing in front of One World Trade instead of just looking at pictures of it, when they're standing on the mm-hmm. stage of Carnegie Hall instead of looking at pictures of it, when they're standing looking around the the the, the metropolis of New York City, and it's not just mm. a, a a thumbnail or not a, a background on my computer. On and my. the rats too. At to, the rats. Mm. Look, yeah, I, don't forget I, about the rats. I've been, Yeah, I've been yeah. to New York. Now, I I I thought we could kick one, but that's just not a the good
4: them. idea. Because uh, right. kick uh, back. No. Well, he tried <laughs> to take, my shoe. That will <laughs> tried to take my shoe. That rat will rob you. take my shoe. Will yeah. that yeah. Yes, he will. Yeah. New York Yo. City rats what?
1: are like Alabama cockroaches. They don't even flinch when you stomp look. your foot. Y'all got cockroaches.
4: Y'all got cockroaches and doggone on mosquitoes that'll take you up like a damn pterodactyl oh, look. Uh, I, I love everything you're saying brother like what, what can we do to help well, what can we do to help to get these kids up to Carnegie so they can have this experience so they can see more of the world man because uh, the only other person the only other person in my life who ever told me let music take you somewhere the only other person who you sound like to me is uh, Dr. David Morrow at Morehouse College Wow. Um, and and that's, that's a powerful thing you know what I'm saying so what can we do to help what what can what can I do to help? So, you know, continue to spread awareness like y'all doing right now. And
6: also, you know, we've got uh, a cash app that we use, uh RHS choirs and make sure I get the right thing here, so to I'm, so I'm send the money to the wrong place. But yeah, uh mm. dollar sign RHS choirs, uh and you'll see the logo for our choir. Um people can send money to that to help us fund this trip.
3: May I suggest on the back end you consider, and I don't know if the school board or the school system or the state will allow that, but maybe a 501c3, because it would be great when you donate money that you can write it off as well. And then people will actually donate more, because if I can put that $2,000 down and I can write that off at the end of the year guess what people will do it that way so
6: so we're actually working on that uh my parents the parents on the side are working on that nonprofit status in the Uh, what is being called the ramsey booster club so that is that is something that they're working on right now to get that status active so that we can start doing things like that taking donations so what's that cash at one more time spell that shit out bro what's that cash at r-h-s-c-h-o-i-r-s RHS why
1: Put that dollar sign at the front of that. that
6: okay, yes. well, brother Zachary, we
1: appreciate you for coming on. Um, appreciate you. I will make a. I gotta remember my Cash App password first. <laughs> I don't even know my Cash App password. Uh, put me, put me down for a thousand. Put me down for a thousand now. <laughs> But I'm challenging our job fair listeners to match that, to make sure that these kids are able to come up to New York City to fulfill the dream of being bitten by a New York City rat. And with those superpowers, these children... (laughs) Mm. will be able to
5: take over the world.
4: Maybe stealing shoes left and right, brother.
5: That's
6: what we how right
4: out to be. do. Give black kids superpowers. I know it's all
1: about music education, but that ain't going to We got to market this this better, Zach. So give black
6: kids
5: superpowers.
6: They survived the mosquito bites down here. Like I said, forget the, forget the American <laughs> cross, man. Red cross ain't got none of these mosquitoes <laughs> like you talking about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but <America. laughs> we wish you regrets. We
1: you nothing but the best uh, with everything that you're doing. Thank you yeah. so much for being an educator. Thank you for going above and beyond for these children and making sure that they're able to see a little bit more than DeSoto Caverns just outside of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to DeSoto Caverns. I know y'all listening. Um, uh, thank you so much for coming on the job, fair, Fairbrother. Appreciate thank you. It. Thank you guys for having me. That's the show. Royce job fair is a product of iHeartMedia Comedy Central and South Park and Princeton Productions. And uh, thank you again to uh, Brother Banks and Ramsey High School. And good luck to them coming up to New York City to get themselves a rat bike. We'll see you all next week.
0: This has been a Comedy Central podcast. <coughs>